1: Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the Betting Weekly Network for our UEFA Europa League show. I'm delighted to say that alongside me to provide some insight and some picks our first up, RJ from Across the Pond. Uh, good morning to you. How are you, my friend?
2: Yeah, good morning. Good afternoon, guys. Great to be back with you guys. Uh, round two here. Champions League went, went well. Uh, on, to, uh, on to Europa. So looking forward to uh, discussing what looks to be a tough slate uh, and, and, we'll, and we'll, you'll hear from Steve and IY, but uh, yeah, great, great to be back with you both.
1: Also alongside us, Steve Wiss. Steve, how are you, my friend? I'm very well, Harry. Um, this is the one show
0: that I, I have struggled on this year on the Bet Rivers uh, Network, uh, hoping to finally turn in uh, a bit more profit. Um, I, I, I really love the Europa League, Harry, but um, it hasn't treated me that well this year. I could have probably given you three or four picks, but you know, my confidence is never that high with this competition. But let's let's hope this round.
1: I don't envy you guys when it comes to looking for picks on this competition because as entertain one of the best things about the Europa League is that you don't always know what's going to happen. There are shocks, there are clubs that mm. maybe you don't know a lot about. The same could be said of the Conference League. That's what makes it fascinating, but at the same time it makes it, I think, quite hard. Uh, to come up with picks, but that's why you guys are the experts and, and I'm obviously not. Um, let's start uh, with you, RJ. Uh, let's talk Monaco against Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, you've gone for a pick on this one. Tell us a little bit about it.
2: Yeah, thanks, Harry. So just want to want to touch on this one. So the first leg between both these, both these teams last week, uh, 3-2 win for Monaco. Uh, over the weekend, they both sought out uh, wins domestically. Monaco two one over Brest, and Bayer Leverkusen took on Mines and and lost. I, I take that back; they actually lost three to three to two over the weekend. Same same score line as their previous match against Monaco here. So. As Steve and, and Harry talked about, this league is is a bit challenging. I find just trying to stick to the top play, especially in this in this tournament, is uh is suitable. Uh, you know, try to limit the action in Europa, especially Conference League, and you know this this first matchup between both these sides was you know arguably the blockbuster of the first leg. Um, you know, ba- basically, Bayer now has their backs against the wall, right? So they need to to make up that aggregate um some funny stats here you know monaco's appears to be in the driver's seat right but you know all 10 of their uh two-legged knockout ties in major european competitions when winning the first leg they've moved on so it's uh it's tough to say okay well they're gonna have a hard time because history will will, will say that they they should get the job done here um they're six and two in their last eight eight competitive matches <clears throat> And uh, Monaco also have just one defeat in seven previous counters against Leverkusen. So there's also that going with them. But I'm not big into trends too, too much. I'm not really looking at their previous head to heads. I'm looking at the now. And, you know, Bayer Leverkusen have been strong in the Bundesliga um, as of late. As I stated, they failed to keep a clean sheet in their last 11 matches uh, on the road. And basically, what I'm looking at here is is a, is a another high score line. I think you know with uh, with, with ben Yedder at 13 of his last 16 goals coming before halftime. Um, Bayer have the you know teenage superstar. We'll call him. I don't know if superstar is a great word, but Florian Wirtz. Um, he'll be he'll be looking to make an impact and some unique stats. Monaco has seen. Uh, a scoreless first half and only two out of the last 12 matches. So, again, uh, you know, what I look at, too, when I try to target totals is, is, is the opportunity for a first-half goal. I think you'd, you'd likely want to see a team get on the board in the first half on a, on a, if you're targeting an over. And with some of the stats I've looked at, um, the, the situation here, I like over 2.75 goals at, at minus 110 at the time of this recording. I think this is the best-looking total for the for the second leg in Europa
1: Uh, Steve you've also um, correct me if I'm wrong bear with me uh, just bring it up yeah you've also got a pick uh, in this game as well Um, is it the same pick if I'm not mistaken you're also also going big on this
0: exactly the same pick Harry we are completely in alignment over 2.75 goals minus 110 and that is at the time of recording I'm pretty sure this goal line at kickoff will be an over three goal line at the same price. Uh, It's just such an obvious bet. And sometimes these obvious bets are the best ones. Sometimes they might be traps. But if you watch the first leg, it could have ended five. all. like, genuinely, it could. It was was absolutely end-to-end football. I don't think either team really um, wants to defend um, or even knows how to defend. Monaco obviously lost Badia Shield to to Chelsea now. I think they're quite weakened without him. And this Leverkusen side under Javi Alonso. I mean, I know they've been sometimes um, Beto's friends this year, but also enemies because they're wildly inconsistent. But if you know anything about them, uh, they just uh, go for everything. And crucially, they're 3-2 behind. On on aggregate, Leverkusen have to win the game in in regulation to have have any chance of progressing. Now, um, I don't see this ending 1-0 to Leverkusen. I just don't. I think I could see them winning the game. But if they're going to win, I think it's going to be 2-1 or even 3-2 again. But at some stage in this match, both teams are going to have to go for it Whatever the scoreline really unless it somehow stays nil nil and you know Leverkusen get that one nil goal late, which I, again I don't see happening. But Monaco, since a World Cup break, nine out of 11 matches both teams scored, eight out of 11 matches have been over two and a half goals. Just a couple of clean sheets against Clermont and Brest, who are two of the worst teams in France. Um, if you want a bit of extra value in this game, it's not an official pick, but I think uh, Briel and Bolo to score any time. Plus 188 is a massive price. Uh Ben Yedder started the match at the weekend, which means he'll probably be rested to the bench. So I'm guessing Embola will get the start here. And if they do need a goal, then they'll bring on Ben Yedder. But um over 2.75 goals, it's such an obvious selection. Anyone can see this one. Let's hope it cashes in. And he's great value as well. So <clears throat> come on, let's have this. It's basically a two unit pick from this show on this uh on this
2: bet. Yeah, mm-hmm. just that. It just to add to that too, right? Just because Steve and I agree, you know, I I think any handicapper would say this, but don't go throw the, the mortgage payment on this play because it is Europa after all, and uh, <laughs> bankroll management is always in play. But I yeah I agree. I I, I wanted to add too, Steve, because you know you added a little tidbit there, um, a little another interesting stat. Again, it's it's historic, but Bayer Leverkusen have failed to overturn a first leg home defeat in their last eleven. Prior European competitions, so mm. history is is a bit against them for for various reasons. Um, and looking at the price of Monaco to to win is plus one seventeen. Um, obviously, they'd be fine with a draw, but that's not a bad look either. Unofficially, at uh, at plus one seventeen, Monaco to to win this match.
1: Yep, there you go. Both guys back in that uh, that play and then a, a couple of little tips off the side there uh, if you guys are interested. Um, Steve, let's stick with you, mate, because you've got a second pick in this uh, round of Europa League fixtures and it involves Jose Mourinho's Roma who take on Salzburg. Talk us through this one.
0: The first leg ended in a 1-0 win for Salzburg, a very late goal. Um, there was a lot of footage about this. The the manager of Salzburg, Matthias Geisler, did uh, uh, basically a Mourinho dance down the, down the sidelines, just like uh, Mourinho did many years ago at Old Trafford in, in celebration. Which That surprised me a bit. I've got to be honest with you because, and this is part of the reason I, I'm, I'm the pick's going to be Roma to, uh, on a minus 0.75 Asian handicap here. And I think you've got to be careful that you don't poke the bear sometimes. I really do. And uh, Mourinho is not going to like that at all. He is absolutely going to want to get revenge on Salzburg here. And I've seen it before. It happened actually in um, the Conference League last year in the quarterfinals against Buda Glimt. They lost the first leg up in Norway. There was a lot of kind of argy-bargy, a bit of controversy. The mind games came in and they went then to to Rome and and Mourinho did a complete job on them. I think it was 4-0. Now, I'm not going to say they're going to do a complete job on Salzburg here because Salzburg are quite a talented team. But... um, Mourinho and Roma—they're a result team. They won uh, a European competition last year. He's going to want to win it again this year. And at home, um, here in in Rome, I just certainly in ninety minutes, I think they get the win. Now it might only be a, a one-goal win, but we'd still win half on this minus zero point seven five Asian handicap. The price is minus one twenty-one. It's more than acceptable is a a one-goal win here. And one-nil exactly, certainly in play. But if we look at at this Roma team, it's actually quite a good team on paper, in my opinion. I think they could go deep in this competition. Dybala is doubtful with an injury. Um, But if he doesn't play, uh, Solbaken will probably feature again. Um, They recently signed him from from Buda Klimt. They impressed Mourinho so much last year, they got him from there. Uh, He scored at the weekend against Venezia. First goal for the club. So his tail's going to be up. I think this could get really spicy. I think, like I say, don't be surprised to see a few cards in this match as well. Mourinho's going to make it dirty, and he's really good at firing his team up in matches that he he needs to win. So I am backing um, the Portuguese great here to to turn around this advantage around. Wouldn't shock me if it went to extra time and penalties. That's fine by me. They would still be winning inside 90 minutes. So, um, yeah, get ready for a fiery game. And uh, I could just see 2-0 Roma, you know. So that's why I kind of like this handicap. Fantastic. Uh, Let's...
1: uh... We're going to talk about the futures in this competition in a minute. We'll talk about outright winners as far as the guys see it. But before we do that, uh, let's jump over quickly and have a look at the Betting Weekly Handicappers League table heading into this round of European fixtures. Uh, in terms of the Europa League, um, it's not been an amazing season so far, but we've got plenty of time to turn that back around. Uh, special shout out to the league earn boys leading the way. Steve is uh, very much a big part of that. And of course, Daniele, covering the Serie A sits in second with the EPL boys, Nigel and Jack, just uh, behind them as well. Uh, So that's how the table stands at the moment. But as I say, guys, um, the Europa League gives us a massive opportunity, doesn't it? Because there's plenty of football uh, still to be played.
0: Yeah. And um, in terms of the outrights, um, I'm just going to have a brief talk about this outright market because Arsenal are the favourites to win at Europa League at the moment, plus 400. Now, you might be able to shed a bit more light on this, Harry, but I think it's not going to be the priority competition for Arsenal, really, is it? So um, I'd be more than happy sort of taking uh, them on. The next round is very interesting because we've already got eight seeded teams, and I'm just going to go through the list of these eight seeded teams. Union saint gillois Arsenal, Freiburg, Berentz-Varos, Real Batiste, Real Sociedad and Fenerbahce. Now, apart from Arsenal... Who we might be potentially distracted? None of those teams really strike any fear in my, you know, in my heart or anything like that. I, I actually feel the unseeded teams, the teams that are in action this round, uh, are gonna be uh, having a very good chance of progression. So, if I was just gonna give a couple of sort of big prices in in the outright market, I would lo- I would actually look at Roma, who I've just mentioned at plus eighteen hundred, Sevilla, who I mean they owned this competition, didn't they, for many years. Uh, plus 2,200. I think they're an improving side under San Pauli. And actually, Monaco, I think are also a big price at plus 3,300. So, um, yeah, I think um, there's plenty of value to be found in that outright market before this second leg um, of matches um, go on because we're going to lose a big dog in either Barcelona or Man United. Look at those seeded teams. I don't think they're that brilliant. So, th- there is potential definitely in the outright market if you know where to look
1: absolutely some really attractive prices there rj what are your thoughts on the kind of outright market moving into this uh this round of games
2: yeah i, I agree with steve i think if i'm looking at a large price here i'd, I'd be targeting monaco at uh, plus 3300 taking a look at the bet rivers uh futures here i think if you know whoever makes it out of the uh manchester united barcelona fixture um, this week, you know, be worth a good stab to, to, to say, I don't think it's obviously plus five, 600, you know, midway through a competition is not terrible value. I don't think it's, it's the greatest price, but I would be looking at either of those sides to, uh, to, to make it to the top because I mean, I, I think Manchester United right now, arguably, as you said, Steve, right. Arsenal's priorities likely is not the Europa League, right? Their their priority is likely bringing on that, that premier league top. I know Harry would be, uh, Static at, at that, and I don't blame them. And I, I think that should be their focus. Um, so you know, Manchester United sitting five points behind behind them currently. Uh, Arsenal still has a match in hand, and um, you know, I, I think, I think either Manchester United, Barcelona would be a good look. Who for do you that.
0: think? Who do you think goes through out of Manchester Manchester United and Barcelona, RJ? I, I'm really torn. Oof, you had to ask me
2: that, didn't you? Um, <laughs> I think. I, don't know, I watched the Barcelona game yesterday. Um, arguably, they, they should have won that match. They did convincingly two 0 They kind of took the foot off the pedal after the uh, after that two goals, especially in the late in the first half. I think I think Eileen Manchester. I think you know they they they're back home. Um, Rashford's right? on fire. The Ra- yeah, Ra- they are home. Matt Rashford's, as as you stated in the uh, at the beginning, right for for a golden boot. Rashford in. Um, yeah rashford is just peaking like awesome and as you mentioned and sorry that was a champions league show but uh yeah rashford is on fire they just they look like the team to beat barcelona i don't know I'm, I'm partial to la liga to be truthful i'm hit or miss there i don't i don't see obviously you're talking epl it's the top league in europe um yeah i'm taking manchester united to to make it through
1: Yeah, for what it's worth, I think the home advantage will will work for Manchester United now. Going into the second leg, I feel like Barca had their chance to establish something and they haven't done it, but they've got loads and loads of talent so you can never write them off and as we've said guys this is the Europa League so who knows
2: who knows Uh, yeah (laughs) uh,
1: thank you guys uh, for your fantastic picks thank you RJ Uh, thank you Steve Uh, make sure that you're subscribed to the Bet Rivers Network make sure you follow the Handicappers app because we win and on their personal handles which you'll find in the description below and we'll be back soon with more until then take care goodbye Thanks for listening to betting weekly extra time on the bet rivers network.